This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Thank you for listening to This Is A Place podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm Nate. And we want to wish everybody National Barbie Doll Day. Barbie Doll? That's fitting since the Barbie movie is like killing it at the box office. That's right. That's what I was going to ask you. Have you seen it? I have seen the posters. I've (laughs) seen the trailers. That's about it. With all the movies you see, you haven't went and saw the most famous movie of the year. No, I was, my plan was, and I was literally planning on going to seeing it with my wife opening weekend. And then she got invited to go see it with my, my family, like my sisters. Mm. Girls night out. Yeah. Girls night out. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, it'd be dumb for you to watch it twice within a few days. So you go see it and then we'll go see it later. And later has been how many weeks now that it's been theaters. So um, I might take my daughter to go see it, but my wife did not enjoy it very much. Hmm. So we'll see. But it's like I said, it's still, I think it, uh, it's still like one, number one or number two, as far as, um, grossing goes, ticket sales. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's one of, uh, Warner Brothers. I think that's who made it. I think, I so. think it just beat out like the, it's a dark night Warner Brothers. No, Harry Potter. It just beat out Harry Potter. Really? For like the, yeah. Wow. So, but then again, like ticket prices are definitely a little bit more expensive than when Harry Potter's were out. So, and adjusted for inflation, how much? Yeah. More? But have you seen it? No. I was going to say, let's put on our pink shirts and go together. Okay. I'm down. I, I probably have to bring my wife. So, I don't know if your wife want to tag along or not, but uh, she won't see it again. My wife said, and I'm kind of in the same boat. Like there's certain movies I'll want to go see in theaters, but she said, why would we spend all that money when it's just going to be on streaming in a couple months and we could just watch it then. So we might just wait on that one. I kind of want to go see Oppenheimer before seeing that one on streaming. Cause it seems a little more of a movie theater one. Yeah. Have you seen that one? No. And the reason why I haven't seen it yet, and we probably should go see it. Like you said, while it's in theaters is long movies, just drive me bonkers it's like three hours three hours yeah so like a lot of times when my wife and i as everybody knows we have that movie pass at the regal theater so we try to go at least once a week but a lot of times you just like ah none of the movies are really catching our attention so we just try to find one and the one that usually gets my vote is the one that has the shortest runtime because i'm (laughs) like every movie is now like i feel like Growing up, movies were like 90 minutes long and they just kept getting long. Like once they got to two hours, you're like, oh my gosh, this movie's two hours long. And then it just, they just keep getting longer and longer. And I, I don't do well sitting down for that long with one not getting like ants in my pants or mm-hmm. sleepy. I've heard it doesn't feel like three hours. But sure. at the same time, that might be one year you want to. Hold out for this. Well, maybe what I should do since I have the pass is go watch an hour and a half. Leave, there you go. And then go back later Break and watch up. the second half. But it's also hard to sit for three hours and drink water or soda or whatever. And then not have to go visit the ladies room. I mean, the powder room. <laughs> back when VHSs were a thing. What the Titanic. Heck? 
was on two VHS. Yeah, Titanic and then Gone with the Wind. That one's super, super long. But you need an intermission with those super long movies. And you just, they don't do that. They're not going to do an intermission in the middle of a movie. They should. Why wouldn't they do an intermission? smart to do like a 10, 15 minute intermission so that people go buy more stuff. Exactly. People use the restroom and they go buy more stuff. Why don't you do intermission? That's a good point. Dave, even 10 minutes, like that's. Well, especially in a three hour movie, if it goes past two hours, then yeah, an intermission wouldn't be the worst thing. Um, so it's a, that's a good idea. We need to open up a movie theater and implement this plan. Add it to the list of all our other plans. Right next to our restaurant. Yes. And theme park. That can just be all one thing. Speaking of Barbie, did you know that, I mean, some people say Barbie was based on... Barbara Millicent Roberts, but actually is modeled after one of the former Relief Society general presidents, Bell S. Spafford. Yeah. Where's your source for this one? I made it up, but it does help us get into our topic today, which is there's a lot of myths of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All those things you hear. Uh the interesting person in the ward make a comment about in Sunday school or something that you heard on your mission. There's lots of myths out there. One kind of similar to the Barbie one is that a Star Wars character is based off of the prophet of the church. Do you, oh, are you, are you aware of that myth? Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. That Spencer W. Kimball was the inspiration for Yoda. And Gotta be honest. I can see it. Well, did you guys watch Star Wars at all on your mission? Uh, no, that was strictly yeah. prohibited. Really? Episode one came out a few months after I left. So about the year mark for me is when it was out on video. Mm-hmm. So we watched, I might've mentioned this before on the podcast. So we watched it like, gosh, 12 or 15 P days in a row. But the problem is they had the old CRT, whatever TVs, and they were pretty dark. So I didn't even know until I got home from a mission that Obi-Wan and his whatever, um, what do you call it? Trainer uh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. His, uh, Leon Nilsson. His apprentice. Like, yeah, his apprentice. Oh, yeah. Anyways, at one point where at the very beginning where they like jump down from that high level or jump up or whatever. I didn't even know that even happened until I got home because you couldn't see it on those TVs. And like, oh, they like jumped up there or something. Oh, really? um, so there's a lot of stuff. And the problem is too, it was in English with Spanish subtitles and it's so hard not to read subtitles. So they got annoying. You, like your eyes would be dead tired after watching it. But the whole reason why we got to watch Star Wars is because there's that correlation of that the the force is the priesthood in the church, mm, you know? Yeah. And that Darth Vader is anyways. So um, that's why it was permissible to watch star Wars movies on the mission. And that one obviously we watched a hundred times because it was the newer, newest, latest and greatest. Uh, anyways, I remember Mike, my, my first companion was uh, our trainer was a huge star Wars fan. So he had magazines and everything talking about episode one and how, excited he was for it and i never got to get his take after he saw it because he left before it came out in video 
I think you got to reach out and see what he thinks. Yeah. If it was all that was cracked up to be, because it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. I mean, you had Jar Jar Binks, so it was pretty amazing in my opinion. It it created a new generation of Star Wars fans, I would say. Like your age group kind of got in maybe a little bit younger. My age group's a little more okay with the prequel movies, one, two, Mm -hmm. and three. Yeah. The older generation kind of had a hard time with it, so... But well, yeah, sorry. Mission. Yeah, the the myth of uh, Yoda being President Kimball and the whole reason George Lucas made it because of uh, the correlation with the priesthood and the Force. That's why he, you know, he needed to make a sci-fi movie about it, right? And bringing the the the, the lightness needs to beat the darkness. So yeah, it makes sense. And I think that's the only uh, Mormon folklore that I know. <laughs> that's all you know of, because everything else is truth. Right. It is funny that I think a lot of these myths come from missions and missionaries. What other things did you hear on your mission that possibly was taught as some kind of doctrine or something when it actually was just a myth or? Well, not. So I went to Uruguay, which is kind of a third world country, right? So having... And it's it was still fairly new. The church was still fairly new there. And without having the internet and fact checking, like you would go to a ward or branch and there was a lot of weird stuff that would go down because it could have been, it's just the snowball effect, right? Well, this is the way we do it. And there was really no way to verify or fact check. Um, like even one guy, I think he was planning on bringing candles to light for the sacrament. Oh, nice. Because that's, you know what I mean? In a branch, I was the anyways so yeah there's there's a lot of i wouldn't call it false false doctrine what would you call it traditions false traditions false traditions or guidelines that people would think this is the way it is supposed to be because that's maybe the young missionary didn't know any better so i I bet you nowadays maybe it's better nowadays because people can get guidelines and stuff off of the internet but maybe it's even worse so I can see how 20 plus years ago, the Mormon folklore stuff, it's it was hard to fact check or actually find out on your own. You just had to use your, your instincts if the person was telling you the truth or not, right? You just mm. had to pray about it and find out, is this true that Steve Martin really got baptized or not? Because <laughs> there was really no way to fact check it, right? Right. Like you couldn't just call Steve Martin and you couldn't... Uh, couldn't even Google it, really. Google it. So, um, so I think it was actually... I think we've talked about this before. It was kind of fun back in the days not being able to fact check stuff and just wonder if... Is, is, that, is there any truth to to this rumor or story. Yeah, I definitely heard my fair share of them. So I was on my mission, even in the internet information era, we could have easily Googled and found out if things were true or not, but I still was at a point where, and I think for a large, to a large degree, missionaries can't just Google stuff. They can't just go and browse the internet. I feel they can do a lot more nowadays than they could. Well, even when I was out. We couldn't ago. even email. So. so I could email and I could do that, but I was, that's the extent of what I could do is I could email and I could go on the church website. And so there was lots of 
And even if you could look up things online, a lot of the folklore that comes from missionaries, um, I think some of my favorites that I heard about were the elders and sisters having a hot tub party in the baptismal font. I'm sure there was some kind of variation of that in your mission at one point. Or the different things that you would become sort of like a Gadianton robber type missionary. You're the secret combination. There was one, there was two that I heard of in my mission where you had to to be included in this group. And they called them the Newark, the Newark Night Riders in my mission. And you'd have to go to your home, take a picture, and get back to your mission in the same day. Which was, would have been possible in my mission, but still quite a... Quite a feat to accomplish, but if you, if you could do that, get back to your house, take a picture in your missionary clothes in front of it, and then get back to the mission that was your initiation into the group. Did you have anything like that in your mission? Oh, heavens no. It's a 15-hour plane ride. But every mission has that story, and I think there is some truth to where a missionary gets sent home for doing one of the grave sins. Right. Or the, did you have any rumors of like two elders and two sisters, like basically swap partners and the brother, elder and sister are living with each other. And another set of elder and sister are living with each other. I never heard that one. So that's, that's fun. So, yeah. um, Yeah. I think every, Every mission has that story, and I think there's some truth to to some of them, but you also wonder too of how many are just the telephone call where it started yeah. out really, really small. So snowball um, got bigger and bigger. Yeah, and I don't know. I had a I had a companion at one point that he was my age as far as the mission goes, but he was a Latino, so he was two months behind me, but we got to the mission the same day. Right. And we were companions towards the end of my mission. And I always thought it was strange. Like why, why is he my junior companion when we're basically the same age, as far as the mission time goes, as timeline goes goes and um, mission president, like in one of my first interviews with them after we got put as a companionship says, you know, why he's with you. Right. And I'm like, no, he likes the ladies too much. <laughs> You're like, great, thank you so much. All for right, cool. I got to so gifting me this. I, I got to babysit him. Great. So, anyways, yeah, this conversation is kind of prompted by I found a Reddit post on uh, the Latter Day Saints page, or what are some of the Mormon myths that you've heard? And the main person said. She found, or they found out that they have an aunt who believes the ten tribes in the city of Zion will return to us by means of UFOs. And then they went on to ask, "What are your crazy myths you've heard?" And missionary actually told this one to my mom, and I think she still believes it to this day. That Bigfoot, <laughs> that Bigfoot is real and is Cain. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard that one. Oh yeah. Um. There's another one I hadn't heard. It comes from a, well, a non-member. Their idea of what goes on in the temple. And they said they thought it was ridiculous that when we go to the temple, we eat off of golden plates. 
And they also wondered if we had matching golden cups. Interesting. Have you heard the one that people with Down syndrome were generals in the war in heaven? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard something similar to that. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. It's got that Satan controls the water. That's why you can't swim on Sundays. Oh, you can't swim on Sundays? Uh, I thought you could only swim on Sundays. Only Sundays? Shoot. (laughs) Only fits in the baptismal font. A lot of people in, I mean, this is kind of a non-member perspective, but a lot of people in the 70s were convinced that the missionaries, this was in Great Britain, were there to steal the young women and put them on a bullet train under the Atlantic Ocean straight to the middle of the Great Salt Lake where the temple stood. So they can marry them off to the Mormon elders of the church. Hold on. So there's a train that goes through the ocean and obviously through the earth and ends up in the Great Salt Lake? Yes. I mean, that that part is true. But the part that they were there to get the women to Salt Lake, that part was not true. You know how awesome of a transportation system that would be? I mean, Elon Musk is trying to come up with something similar, right? Right. Isn't he championing the, he create the one idea of the like the magnetic one or whatever. Yeah. From Vegas to LA or something. Something or LA to New York or something. And you're supposed to get there like in an hour. I Sounds don't know. awesome to me, but. Heck yes. Um, what else we got? You mentioned the Steve Martin one. This person also adds, my grandpa still swears to this day that the real Forrest Gump is LDS and spoke in their state conference. No matter how many times I tell him it's a fictional character, he just won't believe me. And one person chimed in, did you mean Rain Man? Because Rain Man was a member of the church. Yeah, I actually met Rain Man in junior or middle school, came to our school. I did too. He also came to my school and talked to us. And we asked him questions and he knew everything. Yeah. I heard that Napoleon Dynamite was made by Mormons. Is that not true? I don't know. I think that's true. Um, let's see. What about three Nephites? Have you got any th- good three Nephite stories? Well, I can't quote any off of the top of my head, but you always hear the story of my car broke down in the middle of nowhere and three gentlemen peered out of the woods and changed my tire and my car floated down the freeway <laughs> on zero gas. Yeah. Or, or there's the, a man broke into my house and he was going to stab me with a knife. And then he ran out screaming and I'm, the cops later caught up to him and said, why did you run out screaming? It's because there was a big dude standing, three big dudes standing behind her. With, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Gotta love those stories. Yeah. The three Nephites sneaking in during the night to do the early saints' field work. Cain himself crawling up to some church leaders and begging the leader to kill him so he can be out of his misery. The Cain is Bigfoot, which we already talked about. The people of the Lost Ten Tribes are hidden underground near the North Pole. Earth is 7,000 year old, 7,000 years old, and dinosaur bones are from pieces of some other planet that were used to make Earth. I've heard that one a lot. Mm-hmm. That young men were getting mission calls that just had a phone number to the prophet who gave them a secret three-year mission call to China when they called him. Um, okay. And the Moroni dedicated the site of the future Manti Temple. That one, I think they have a picture in the Manti Temple of that happening. So maybe that's why that one might, that one might, I don't want to say doctrine, but there is a, a painting that they kind of endorsed that, that thought. Have you heard that the design of the original Provo and Ogden temples was inspired by Exodus 13, the pillar of fire and cloud? No, I don't think so. I think I heard that one before. Or that the Salt Lake Temple was perfectly sized for elevators designed and installed before elevators were even invented. I kind of believe that. I I used to believe that one. What about how this U2 is like secretly Mormon and the song where the streets have no name is based off of Utah? Salt Lake City. Yeah, I think I think you've told me that one. Yeah, actually, it's funny because anytime it comes on the radio, I've been playing any sport, and I always like bring that up. They're like, "Really?" I'm like, "No, not really." That you get a tuition refund if you graduate BYU single. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think so. The church is very in to the fact that you need to get married. Didn't they just do like the biggest speed dating yeah. event ever at the, so the salt palace? Is that where it was at? Yeah, I think it's still going on. It's like a multiple weekend thing. Yeah. But they just did like a, I mean, a guy, I know he's the one that catered the whole event and it was like oh, wow. thousands and thousands of meals he had to do. And going to see a huge uptick in marriages in Utah coming soon. Somebody had to get engaged from that right had to somebody if if it only saved one soul they would have done it got one more marriage this person said they have a book that says the city of enoch was where the gulf of mexico is now okay and you've heard the white horse prophecy. I think that's what it's called. I don't think so. That in essence, the constitution will hang by a single thread and it will be saved by the church. So a lot of people thought that's why Mitt Romney was going to become president, that he was going to be the one to, um, to save it. Uh, Donnie Osmond's a Mormon. That one's true. Oh, Oh, here's another one that I like. That someone got their patriarchal blessing and decided to test its validity by going to a different patriarch. The second patriarchal blessing was exactly the same word for word, except it had, do not mock me at the very end. (laughs) Don't you think it would have started off with don't mock me? God will not be mocked. 
This is kind of similar to the one you said, mission president who told the mission that the church was reinstating plural marriage and he was marrying two of the sister missionaries. And that an apostle came out to clean up the whole mess. That's another fun one that insert your favorite fire and brimstone apostle coming to the mission. And the minute he shakes a missionary's hand, he knows the terrible things they've done and they get sent home. Oh, isn't that just guilt overtakes the person and they just blurt what they did rather than maybe. Yeah. Anyway, there's, there's tons of myths, tons of folklore out there. A lot of it probably, like you said, telephone and it spiraled into something, something more, but it's fun to hear and, and read those things. So I'd be interested to know what, what if any, our listeners have either from a, a member, non-member perspective, what crazy things go on in the, the temple if we're burning babies or whatever may be happening. Or that we, I mean, the old, old one, probably more of my parents' generation was that the Mormons had horns. Yeah, I, I saw that on the list too. So that one's kind of funny. Or if you if you served a mission and you had like a crazy s- rumored story to what happened to a missionary or. Bonus points if it's real. And that, that doesn't even get us into the whole, we didn't even step into the casting out demons one one that we didn't share is the the story of the missionaries who had like a really bad experience at a place so they dust their shoes off and then the house burned down the next day yeah and then you always hear the story of the whole city burned down except for the church (laughs) or yeah that i don't understand or that the person had three degree burns over his whole body, except where his garments, his garments were. were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, there is so. no shortage of stories. So let us know what yours are. What crazy things we Mormons come up with. hundred percent. I would say you find what you're, you find you're looking for. So if you look hard enough, you can create your own narrative or see what you want to see. And be careful though. Or Kane might come get you. <laughs> ah, no he's um you're protected by the three nephites thanks for listening to this is a place podcast and this was not a place we just talked about see you next week 